0: terrible sad people of pakistan have to pay for you know the greenhouse effects and climate change pakistan contribute one percent of the worldwide fuel emission and they are getting that much hit you know i have my family back home so i'm naturally worried for them other people also mostly we have families back home so everybody's worried about it
1: Good morning, this is Epicenter NYC. We connect our communities to news, information, and each other. I'm Andrea Pineda-Salgado. Many of our neighbors have family members and friends who are currently living in Pakistan. In fact, New York City is home to more Pakistanis than any other city in the country. And while it's already difficult to be far from your loved ones, this summer made that distance more painful than ever. By now, over 30 million people have been affected by the monsoon, which began in June of 2022. More than one-third of Pakistan is underwater. The torrential rain has brought about the most intense flooding in the country's history, resulting in devastation on a massive scale. And while flooding has largely dropped from the new cycle, especially in the wake of Queen Elizabeth's death, the need for help has only grown. Today, I speak to Muhammad Saif Ullah, owner of Dira, a Pakistani restaurant in Jackson Heights, about how New Yorkers can help.
2: My name is Muhammad Saif Ullah, and I'm a owner of this uh, restaurant, is the Dira restaurant in Jackson Heights. Actually, I'm from uh, Pakistan, Punjab, and my city name is Gujranwala.
1: And would you mind telling me your reaction when you first heard about the floods?
2: Actually, this has happened is. Uh, last time when in, in pakistan is uh, 2010 and that time also is the big flood over there but this time is completely the different flood is like almost 30 to 40% is uh, pakistan is i mean in flood millions people have the problem and they have the completely houses is gone
1: would you mind telling me a little bit more yeah. about like your family? Do you have family there?
2: How are they? I have the family in Punjab. It's the mostly is flood is Sindh and Balochistan mm-hmm. and Khabar and also Gilgit, baltistan But Punjab have a Damash, but still is there too. But My family is okay, Alhamdulillah, but is the rest of the people also is my family in the Pakistan, I'm a, we I'm mean, care about very much, and we try to help them. And I send it to the people in uh, Punjab to there. My big brother is go over there. Uh, he's here like uh, one month back, but uh, also he's in Pakistan right now, and he's go over there and help them. It's a huge problem, huge, huge. I never see that kind of problem in my life It's like that. And I, when I watch the, I mean, TV every day, I mean, I can't be seen like that. The people is, uh, how big have the trouble over there? It's, it's, I mean, cry.
1: And how does it feel to see that, mm-hmm. like, they were covering it, and then, like, the queen died, and now no one's paying attention to it anymore? How does that feel as someone from Pakistan?
2: Uh, it's very bad, you know, it's, uh Situation was very bad. Mm-hmm. Feel bad.
1: What about the people over there? Based on what your family has told you, what do they need the most?
2: People have to, I mean, send it to money in the family and the people is go themselves. But if you don't go to the Pakistan, then you pay them. If that's okay.
1: So you're saying maybe instead of donating to the Red Cross donate button, if you know a family? Yeah, make if sure you,
2: you know. Otherwise, would you help them, that is more beautiful. If you have not, I mean, sources, you go there. So better you have, I mean, go to buy angios. Mm-hmm.
1: And based on what you've heard um, from your customers and your family, what kinds of items do they need?
2: They just need the food first. The food is very important. And food, and they need the, I mean, house they needed. I mean, I have a lot of friends from there, and they're telling us completely the flood district, the houses and everything is gone. Nothing over there. The Pakistan completely, that side is completely clean.
1: And what are your customers saying? Do you have any customers telling you what the situation is like over there? What All
2: customers, uh, they're from Pakistan, even they're from Bangladesh. They're telling me we know the situation in Pakistan, and if you need the help, just let me know. I say, please, give to the any NGO. is better to give to me. The people is help a lot.
1: What about people who might be like me, who doesn't have family in Pakistan, doesn't know a lot of people from Pakistan? Um, what do you suggest people like me should do to help others?
2: Any, like, a, I mean, a, like a good NGO, they, I mean... A, working on it, but yesterday I see the police department is came here and uh, they, I mean, uh, try to make the money together and they go them himself over there like that. The police department, New York police, they come like 10 to 15 people. They have the, the guy is telling me he have a right now is $75,000 and they have a lot of stuff also. And they go himself in October 15. So this is the best way to.
1: I also spoke to Kanwar Ahmed of the Pakistani-American Youth Organization about how New Yorkers can get involved in efforts to help those affected by the floods.
0: My name is Kanwar I'm, I'm associated with Pakistani-American Youth Organization. I'm the media coordinator. Uh, I originally belongs to Karachi, Pakistan. I moved to U.S. in 2011. My immediate family is still in Pakistan. They are in Karachi. PAYO was an organization, it was started in 2015. First we wanted to, like the youth, you know, everybody, they go around, they don't do something constructive. So we wanted to do something constructive for the youth, like engage them in civic duties, community services. That's why we started PAYO. So before we used to do different events, one event a month, like Pakistan Day, we used to arrange cricket tournaments, blood drive, we have done neighborhood cleanup. But since the pandemic hit, we saw that a lot of people have food insecurities. So we tried to see how we can register a pantry. And since then, uh, every week we have three to four distributions. We serve about 400 to 500 families. Like whatever we give out, it's food enough for her family for one week.
1: And have you guys done any special campaigns um, specifically towards the, the flooding in Pakistan?
0: As of right now, we are partnering with them. Like We are partnering with MOS. We are partnering with this, my brother organization back home. So right now, we're only partnering. That's the only thing we can do uh, from here. Like We can gather funds and send it to them. That's the best option right now, rather than we go from here
1: what is the best way to help these families because a lot of people might just think oh i'll donate money to the red cross but no one might know exactly where that money's going so yeah that mm-hmm.
0: that, that was the main issue with us also like we don't know if money is going to right people so that's why my brother and his friend they they went themselves you know they have to they had to walk like one hour to get to the area but they did it because they wanted to give people to to the needy person who who need to be helped right now. Uh, there are different organizations right now in New York like I've been sp- speaking to them also. so what they're doing is they are collecting items from all over people they have made their drop-off locations. so they will send it themselves via container or by air to Pakistan. So that's what Pakistani community is currently doing under the banner of Muslim officer Societies, thing, and they have already spoken with Turkish Airlines. So, Turkish Airlines is taking all these stuff for the flood-affected people for free to Pakistan. Like, they're not charging anything right now. So, mm-hmm. that's a good thing for Turkish Airlines also. They're helping the people in need. We have already gathered, like, a lot of items. I think they will be leaving next month to Pakistan.
1: Which organization, again, is leaving?
0: Muslim Officers Society, this is the organization of police officers of Pakistani or Muslim origin working in NYPD, currently working, they are working in NYPD right now. Their coordinator is my friend, so I speak to him often. I also like gather eight to ten bags for him and then he picked up from my place, from our place. So all the organizations are working together in that.
1: Yeah, I had heard of that, that some of the NYPD was collecting yes. um, donations yes. and they were going to send yes. them back. Yeah. And as an organization, how did the staff or you at PAYO feel when you heard about all this floods? What was your reaction like when you first heard about it?
0: It's terrible. sad. People of Pakistan have to pay for, you know, the greenhouse effects and climate change. Pakistan contribute 1% of the worldwide fuel emission, and they are getting that much hit. Like, they did not do anything to get this back, right? It's all dependent on climate change. Last time Pakistan had this much flooding was 2010, so it's after 12 years that's the biggest flooding right now. As uh, how I feel, you know, I have my family back home, so I'm naturally worried for them. So other people also mostly... We have families back home, so everybody's worried about it.
1: Do you think the media is giving the Pakistan flooding enough attention? Or do you think it kind of was just brushed over and not talked about it? It's brushed
0: over until people from Pakistan start talking about it. Nobody knew about it.
1: And what would you say to those people who are in the United States and they don't really believe in climate change and they're not being affected? What would you say to them?
0: i would say then just book a ticket and if they don't want i can uh, give them a ticket and go go there and see what's going on you have to see it to believe it
1: what do you what do you wish maybe new york city or even the the united states government what do you wish they did more of to help people of pakistan right now
0: well they need to do a lot because we are like contributor of fuel emissions like new york city is a big city so I think we have to help them a lot, what we're doing right now. It's nothing as compared to whatever is said, like they will give out $10 million or $20 million, but that's not enough. It's 70% of Pakistan underwater right now, more than, the, more than the population of Canada or Sri Lanka. It's that much people are affected right now.
1: What do the people in Pakistan need the most right now? Is it money? Is it supplies? What do they need the most right now?
0: First thing they need is tent and food because they don't have anywhere they can sleep right now. Their homes are gone, so there are no more tents over there. Only they are waiting if tents come from abroad, they are waiting for that. And food supplies, you know, everybody needs food every day. So if they can send some canned food or, you know, they have no, no place where they can cook right now. So they are depending on what somebody else is giving them. So if they're like packed food over there, people are sending mostly biscuits, dates, packed milk, you know, tetra pack milk. Those are the things people need right now because they don't have a, a place where they can cook or make their house. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: why. Like Mohammed Saif Ullah and Kanwar Ahmed said, the devastation in Pakistan is unprecedented. If you want to help, check out our show notes where we've linked to a handful of organizations that are doing work on the ground or sending resources directly to those in need. We'd also recommend that you support Pakistani-owned businesses in your neighborhood. In addition, the South Asian Visual Arts Network is hosting a physical and virtual art auction featuring the work of more than 50 artists from the pan-South Asian diaspora and beyond. All proceeds will be donated toward relief efforts in Pakistan. The virtual auction will be running through Friday, September 30th at 9 p.m. The in-person auction will be held on Friday, September 30th from 6 to 9 p.m. at Prime Produce at 424 West 54th Street. You can get tickets by clicking the link in our show notes. Before we go, our new weekly update on monkeypox in New York City. Make sure to tune in for the latest information on vaccines, testing, care options, and much more.
3: Hi, I'm Sam Zacher, back with this week's New York City Monkeypox Update. Last week, I went over new changes to monkeypox vaccine eligibility. To learn more, make sure to listen to the episode we published on September 21st. Today, I'm excited to walk you through a new way to get news, information, and resources on the monkeypox virus in New York City. Our team here at Epicenter NYC has recently set up monkeypox text message updates. You can sign up for free by simply texting monkeypox to 718-400-6745. Once you sign up, you'll get regular updates on information and resources that can protect you, your family, and your friends against the monkeypox virus. For example, we recently sent out a quick guide on how to avoid getting infected. The guide includes advice like avoiding skin-to-skin contact with people who have a rash that looks like monkeypox, avoiding contact with objects that a person with monkeypox has used, and washing your hands often. Again, make sure to sign up for text updates to get more information like this directly to your smartphone. Once you're signed up, you can also text the word eligibility to find out if you're eligible for the monkeypox vaccine, or text the word vaccine appointment to get help with a scheduling. Or text the words vaccine appointment to get help with scheduling. If you have any questions about signing up for Epicenter NYC monkeypox text updates, just send us an email at vaccine at epicenter nyc.com. Thanks for listening. Join us weekly for more news and information on monkeypox in New York City. Keep in mind that things are changing quickly, so if you have any specific questions or, again, need help finding a vaccine, reach out to us directly at vaccine at epicenter-nyc.com or call 917-818-2690.
1: For more ways to get involved in your community, visit us at epicenter-nyc.com. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting us as we do our best to support our community. We couldn't do it without you. And if you're not already a member, sign up today by using the link in our show notes. Our intro music is All the Pretty Horses by Karavika. You can find more of their music on their website linked to in our podcast description.